All right, everybody, welcome back to Shooting the Shit Podcast. Uh, please welcome my co-host, It's Malar Time. Uh, so anyway, this week, uh, episode 39, we are going to talk about a couple of different things. We're kind of switching up the podcast just a little bit. Uh, we're going to have like a news segment. So this week in our news segment, we have to talk about OPEC, and we have to talk about the lady who shot her Siberian Husky. Um, and we also have to talk about Rainier Arms a little bit. I want to get everybody's feedback on that. Um, we are going to have a segment where we just talk about like a part or something that we got throughout the week. Um, and then at some point we're going to incorporate reviews in there, but we don't get a whole lot of reviews as of right now. But if you want to post a review down below every week, I will try to make sure to go in, check reviews, do all that fun stuff. Does so anybody with, claim the prize from our... Uh... Yes, but I was told to give it to somebody else because that person didn't need it. Oh. So um, if anybody wants to put another review in, send me send me a thing and let me know that you did a review. I will gladly send you out two patches. So there you go. <laughs> so a uh, huge thank you to Brownells. Brownells is a sponsor of the program. They do uh, a lot of great things for us. They send us cool things. Like I have a BRN 180 and OD green. Uh, Millar is super jealous because they told him he couldn't have one. And then uh, <laughs> I, I want one bad, a 10.5, 10.5 OD green. Malar has night vision, everybody. So tell him to shut the hell up. Um, <laughs> so thank you so much to Brownells for all the stuff that you do for the channel. I look forward to uh, running the uh, BRN 180 more, and then I will talk on the podcast about my first shots. Also, if you're listening to the podcast, you can go actually uh, find our podcast uh, YouTube channel where I do reviews on things. So if you just go to Shooting the Shit Podcast on YouTube, I'll have a link down below in the description. You'll be able to find that. Uh, since my YouTube channel got nuked, I'm trying to push everybody over to that uh, YouTube channel because that's just going to be the the channel for the podcast and uh, my personal like review channel for everything. So, um, Malar, what do you have for news this week? You want to talk about OPEC? Yeah, OPEC, they're now uh, going to cut the oil uh, supply in November. So the prices are already skyrocketing. I saw today uh, they went up to $88 a barrel. I honestly don't know what it was before that. Are you aware? Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, they said it skyrocketed. So I'm assuming it was at least a few dollars and that's going to impact our pockets and, you know, impact how much ammunition we can buy and the world's ending. I literally live <laughs> not too far from the range. I will just walk. Just walk. <laughs> um, well, that's that's dollar savings right there. <laughs> I'll go get a. I'll go, I'm gonna go get an electric scooter. <laughs> you know, I, you see, I see those people rolling around on those uh, one wheeled skateboard things. I don't even know what they're called. They look goofy. It's called a one wheel. Is it? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah they they look goofy. I don't yeah, I know think they were uh, real. They're real ingenious with that name. Clever to marketing right there. One wheel. Yeah, one wheel. <laughs> but no, so what uh, What about OPEC? I mean, what's what's going on? What is the significance of OPEC? Why should know, our listeners... Up in my feed. Why should our, oil prices are going up. <laughs> but why should our listeners care about whatever this is? Because I'm going to tell you the honest to God truth. You mentioned this and I was like, nope, didn't even listen. But here's my thing. Like, I don't listen to politics because everyone wants to bitch about Biden. Everyone wants to bitch about Trump. Everyone wants to bitch about somebody. I don't even pay attention to politics anymore. I just got so tired of it. And then I get people all the time who are like, oh, Trump's amazing. Oh, Biden's amazing. And I'm like, y'all are both idiots. 
I'm just watching the cost of everything increase. That's all. Uh, that's the only reason I brought that up was we had like a semi stabilization of the gas prices. Now they're going to restrict how much is going out. Biden just dumped uh, a ton more out of the oil reserves uh, for us to try to stabilize uh, this after this whole OPEC announcement. Um, but uh, of course, I mean, once that stuff, once the reserve stuff runs out, uh, what he's provided, that's all just going to be a surge in pricing again. So uh, that's why I brought it up was just awareness around that and the cost of everything potentially. I'm going to put it this way. The more we lose in reserves, the less kinetic we can be overseas. Yep. So we are pretty much going to be a a state that only messes with our border at this point if we keep sending out reserves. So I'd rather pay the higher price now to know that we have a military that can go move and do what it needs to do. Um, but I'm also super libertarian in the fact that I really don't want our liber our, our our military going out and liberating in quotation marks other countries because that's not something I think our military should be doing. So at the same time, I'm also kind of happy because it will kind of force our military to come back. Uh, and stay here instead of, you know, wander around and be stupid. I mean, you think they're going to limit how much gas is going to like the military with those prices? Because it comes out of our pocket either way. So we're paying for more. Yes, but that reserve is specifically stated. Goes... That reserve fuel is specifically designed for us to go to war. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that reserve is literally put in there. I think right after World War II. And that was specifically designed so that way we always have a store of fuel. So that way, if we do need to fight a war on foreign foreign soil, we always have a way of doing that. I feel like I need to start my own oil reserve now. You do. And call it <laughs> fuck the U.S. government. Um, <laughs> I could just picture like having a pole barn and like oil barrels just stacked up. <laughs> One side of it is just stacked up with barrels. What's yeah. that? Oh, that's my... Uh... That's my stockpile. <laughs> That's my reserves. That's your mom's house for yeah. when it gets for when times get real tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's why I brought that up though. Is more awareness around that because uh interesting times. And then we got the whole Russia throwing around the uh we're gonna nuke everybody thing. Uh it would be pretty mm. dumb um because no matter what he nukes, we're gonna if he nu- if he just sends one nuke. Like we're going to annihilate his country. If he sends a shitload of nukes, we're going to annihilate his country. So to me, it just does not seem. It's not a, what's the word? What's the word I want to use? It's like, it's not realistic. Mutually assured <laughs> destruction. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, well, it's just not a realistic thing. Like he, he knows if he fires that, that everybody in there, everybody in the mother is going to. No, he doesn't need to do actual like big nuclear bombs. Like he could, he could do nuclear artillery, um, nuclear tomahawks, things like that. Like they don't need to be huge, but they need to be effective. Speaking um, of tomahawks, slight sidetrack here. Have you messed around with any of these tactical tomahawks? What the fuck is a tactical tomahawk? I, somebody was telling me that's what they use when they like, and I know you aren't big on like uh, CQB. No, it's the stupidest thing in the world. Deer stands and CQB are the dumbest things in the entire universe. 
Adam Jagger knows exactly what I'm talking about. I just spoke with his, him today about deer stands. So some fat ass fell out of a deer stand today. And look, oh, deer stands are notoriously death traps. So if you're going to go hunt in a deer stand, wear the stupid vest that keeps your ass stuck up in the tree. I'd rather you just hang there for nine hours than be fucking leave your children at home orphaned because they're stupid. Um, I mean, you not, probably have some fun. It's like a swing. Yeah, it's a sex swing for bears. Um, <laughs> bears going to come up and fuck you like Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, CQB and bear stands are stupid or deer stands or whatever the hell you call them. Tree stands, they're all yeah. dumb. Just don't eat, don't like, if you have a desire for CQB, tell you what, go clear your house and then shoot yourself halfway through in the face and you'll be just as effective as you let someone else shoot you in the face. It is so stupid. I think CQB should not be taught to the masses specifically for the reason that everyone's going to fuck it up. Um, I do think, though, however, if you are a freedom-loving American, you can take whatever class you want, and I am not going to limit you, like Mike Glover of GBRS Group. So uh, go do whatever you want, but I will tell you that CQB is dumb and you'll die. Well, on that note, I, I potentially, nothing is set in stone, but uh, I, I got an invite to potentially go to a course at... Um, how do they pronounce it? Dark, D-A-R-C, Direct Action Resource Center in Arkansas. Sure. sure. Yeah, I think it's well, a lot of I think it's a lot of CQB stuff, but I'm not 100. percent I gotta look to see what the course would be that we'd be taking. Like, what I want to know is when they're teaching these to people, do they know that their friends all like aren't going to be with them when they're doing CQB shit? I'll ask if I get it there and take a course. <laughs> Look, this is somebody who did a lot of CQB. I did a lot of CQB. That is the quickest way to die. I've buried many people, many people. Like I know pers personal friends of mine who've died in doorways and, and froze up and things like that. So yeah, no, CQB is, it's tough and it's a tough game and you got to have fucking big brass balls to do it. And I understand that, you know, there are a lot of guys out there who think that they have what it takes. But as we as we talked about in that medical class, you never know when you're going to freeze up. You never know. Like you could you could be the hardest charging person in the world, but your body cannot go where your mind hasn't already gone. And if your mind isn't going there in those situations, your body's definitely not going to fucking go there. People always want to think that they rise to the occasion. That is, I can guarantee you, nine out of ten people do not rise to the occasion. They, they fall to the lowest level of training or the, the most recent level of training that they have. Like, that's exactly what it is. That's why it's like when I talk about training, don't train till you get it right. Train till you cannot fail. Like, that's one of the big pet peeves of mine with CQB is that most people are like, oh, you got it right. Thank you. Like, yeah. no, you, you need to be, if you're doing CQB, you, that needs to be a three to four day a week thing. The U.S. Army teaches CQB weeks upon weeks upon weeks. It's in almost every iteration of training that you go into, whether you do night vision, whether you do other things like that. If you were in a combat MOS, if you're infantry, if you're cavalry, if you're um, another combat arms that's not as cool as either of those, um, you know, you will be training in CQB. I can guarantee you there's 52 weeks in a year. What, the, what is that? Was that 27? It's 52 divided by, yeah, 26. 26 weeks of those years, you're going to be- You can't throw math at me like that. <laughs> 26 
26 weeks a year, you're going to be doing CQB. And you don't think that that's a lot, but that's a boatload of CQB. And even then, a lot of my friends have died in doorways because of CQB. You just, you never know. Your button will come up when you go clearing door to door. Like I, I think it's so stupid. Cordon, cordon off a section, do an L, do, do a line, lanes of fire, cordon it off and burn the house down and wait for them to come out. That's the only way you're going to freaking be effective and not die as well as easily. But nobody wants to listen to me. Some dipstick called Mike Glover, who was a Navy SEAL is going to run around and tell you how amazing they were at CQB. And that's fine. If you can train at that level consistently all the time, ask freaking ask John Lovell. I, that, I guarantee you that dude's buried more friends than me from CQB. I guarantee you. I think there's still, and I understand where you're coming from, but I also think that like people that haven't trained in it still should experience like doing it just for the knowledge. Just tell you what, go jump off a cliff. You're going to retain that much knowledge doing that. I don't know what to tell you. Like I, I, I say this because I don't want people to die or I don't want you to have a false I mean, I, sense. Are you, are you stuck on the, and I don't, maybe not stuck the door entry portion or no, the, no, actual... the whole house entry port dude. Okay. That's the thing. Houses are corners of death. That's yes. all they are. That's the whole thing is it's just mm-hmm. in the, like people will tell you this in any CQB class, every single corner you cross in a house is a corner of death. That's all it is. Someone is there pointing a gun at your face and they cannot wait to smoke check you. Like that is the one thing I wish people would understand about CQB is you think you're faster than that guy, but that guy's already got you in his dot. Well, yeah, you don't, you don't know where you're going. But he he automatically knows where you're going to be. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) What what are you saying exactly for? That it, it, that like you're entering somewhere you don't know that the other person already strategically knows where to be and where you're going to enter, where you have to navigate to, all of that. The thing about CQB is you have to have a blatantly overwhelming force to be effective. Do you know how many Marines died in Fallujah in the first weeks of Fallujah? Going house to house? A lot, probably. A metric fuck ton. They didn't have enough body bags. Yeah, that's crazy. And those were highly trained. And I say this because they're Marines. It's the only thing they do. Highly trained Marines going house to house, shooting people in the face. They still didn't have enough body bags. Wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is back when they didn't really realize how great tourniquets were either. So... <laughs> Like I'm, I just say like for, for y'all who have a fantasy of that, like, look, I'm not, um, call me scared, call me whatever you want to call me. What I will tell you is that I have watched my friends die in doorways and around corners and get blown up by things because of CQB, because they thought they could beat the bullet and they couldn't. I, I love that people want to do it. I'm happy that people are, are happy to do it. The part that pisses me off is that people think that they're better than they actually are at doing it. And that's a part I, that pisses I me. I mean, I, I can understand that. I still am stuck on the, the educational piece of doing it, like learning the clearing of corners and that. 
the one piece of education that you should honestly take away from Does this involve a cleaner, a a cliff again? (laughs) No, no. Yes. I mean, sure. Go hop off a cliff. You would learn more there about CQB. But when I say, when I say CQB, yes, you should have the knowledge and the tools to do it. Sure. But if you're not going to be training two to three times a week with the group of people that you're going, like, I could take a bunch of dudes and in a few hours, we could get pretty efficient at clearing rooms. But if you're not going to be right off the bat, clearing a room, like just in flow, in sync, knowing what you're doing with a group of people two minimum, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be an effective anything. You're going to be an effective doorstop is really what you're going to be. Cause that's where you're going to land. You're going to land right there in the goddamn doorway and you're going to prevent the door from closing. It's the only thing you're going to be doing. Like, and I, and I know that's probably bruising some people's egos. I know there are people screaming at me right now. I don't care. Like, it's, people I, always screaming at you. <laughs> tell you what, come to my house and I'll show you exactly how effective you are at CQB. I live in Texas. Uh, <laughs> send me a message on Instagram. I'll send you my address. I'll turn off the lights and we can have some fun. Night vision time. Nope, don't even need <laughs> night vision. Just open the door, watch me fucking shoot through it. <laughs> Like, True. that's the thing is, is I, I love that people want to do it, but take away this one piece of advice and anybody, I, anybody who's any good at CQB, anybody who's ever seen their friends die at CQB, you have to be bigger, faster, and stronger than the guy who's about to dome you in the face with a bullet. And that's very fucking hard to do when you have no idea where it's coming from. CQB is literally the doorway of death. It's what a lot of people call it. And I'm just, I'm just telling you right now, I think it is a good tool to learn, but you are not as good as you think you are. And I want, I want that to be made very fucking clear. Like, do not Maybe attempt. this is a good transition into medical. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Go get a fuckload of tourniquets, one for your neck. <laughs> well, you, you do want to have one tourniquet per limb. Um, so. <clears throat> the nine that I have, do you think that's enough? Do I have enough limbs? Nine? Yeah. Yeah, have, these guys, have both four, arms. I have four both penises. Legs. Yeah, both <laughs> legs, both arms, and all your penises. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that, you know, I was pretty stoked. Uh, I, cha- I I seeked out all of the um, additional supplies that, I mean, Brownells gave, had provided us that IFAC, but oh, I yeah, wanted they to provide us the IFAC, and then they sent us chest seals too. So yes. thank you, Brownells, for that. Yes, huge shout out to them. Um, I, I appreciate that because I, I was on the hunt for a chest seal um, for, what am I trying to say? My my dangler for my spiritus systems. Um, I outfitted that with, I basically duplicated what was in the IFAC so that I'd have all the medical supplies uh, on hand, whether it be um, dangling off of my chest rig or have my IFAC, you know, at my car or um, in my... Um, my gator, my John Deere gator that I used when I haul my shit out to the field. Um, so yeah, I was, uh, I was super stoked with that because now I've got, uh, a dialed in, uh, dangler. Yeah. So for medical gear outfitters, I don't know the med, I don't know the code. I think, can we get the code for, uh, W S W L S 10. It, they give you 11% off. It yeah, wasn't, no, but I don't it know. Was, it's, is it, we like shooting. 
it is. Can you yeah. look it up real quick while we're yeah, I'll, uh, I'll find so, it. Um, if you go to Medical Gear Outfitters, you can use this coupon code we're about to get you. Um, you can use your HSA or your FSA, uh, and I will tell you guys right now that uh, it's something that is definitely. Why is this? It's something that is definitely worth it. Hey, hold on, my dog's doing something. Okay. Um... All right, so I'm digging up this code here. It's taking a second to load. Internet is moving really slow. So give me a second here, guys. Um, I did, I, I went on there and I purchased mine on there. It was 11% off. I did use my, um, my HSA for it. Um, and the, the code is actually, it's just we like shooting. So W-E-L-I-K-E-S-H. O-O-T-I-N-G. And that is for 11% off for Medical Gear Outfitters, um, which is run by Skinny Medic. Um, but yeah, I order all my stuff on there uh, for awareness. If you do order chest seals, there is a big supply chain shortage on the chest seals uh, at the moment. Mm -hmm. So I, I had ordered a chest seal off of there as well. Um, but when I received my order, the gecko tape that I had ordered and the chest seal did not come in. So, um, so just be aware of that. I've, I've searched around a little bit and honestly, it looks like everywhere, even North American rescue directly is out of their, um, their hyphen, uh, chest seals. So it's pretty crazy. Yeah. The, the chest seals are a big thing right now. So thank you, Brownells for sending out that we, they gave us two, they gave us two packs. So, well, I thought that's uh, no, there's two in each pack. Oh, okay. I thought it was uh, front and back. Yeah, there's two in each pack, right? Yeah, but I maybe I'm maybe I'm misunderstanding what you're saying. I thought they the pack includes one for the front, and then if there's an exit wound in the back, I thought there was a second. No, I, thought, I thought you opened the one pouch and there's two in, two the, in one the one pouch. So, yeah, yeah may, maybe there is. I didn't realize that. Fuck, now I gotta know. Yeah, now, now I need to know too. Because no. it's the, uh, those were the North American Rescue uh, hyphens. Mm -hmm. <coughs> My internet is moving crazy slow trying to search for this stuff. Yeah, no, there. so that's pretty cool. But yeah, go over there. Um, I have the Warrior Poet Society ankle kit that I carry with me every day at work. I love this kit. It is not, I'm going to tell you guys right now, um, you better be wearing some bell bottoms if you want to conceal this puppy. Um, but other than that, it is a fantastic kit um it, i wear it because i literally um i work on atms all day uh every day and i've had a few friends of mine who've been gunned down um and have been shot and you know i'm pretty sure if they just had a basic first aid class and how to use some of this equipment it would have saved their life so yeah definitely i have that that's what i carry every day i have a blowout kit a complete blowout kit from uh, w, uh from uh what is that called what is the stupid site Medical Gear Outfitters. Um, I have a complete blowout kit from them. And then I just got the uh, kit that Sean Heron made with Skinny Medic. And it's a complete IFAC. And they sent us chest seals. So thank you to them. Um, also, I wanted to talk about, um, there's a new Glock 19 slide that is coming out. Um, and you can actually go get it at Brownell. So this is going to be one of my topics of the week. Because I have a Glock 17. How did I not know about this? Um, did I say slide? Yeah, you said slide. Sorry, it's a grip. 
It's a grip. Oh, damn it. <laughs> you got me excited. What, um, what the hell? But it's 50 bucks. It's 50 bucks for this grip. It's completely awesome. Uh, it is. Let me look at it real the, quick. The SCT 19. Yes. So it is yeah, the it's pretty hot. Glock 19 compact frame. It uh, It's 100%. It's an SCT. So Sierra Charlie Tango Manufacturing makes the SCT 19. Uh, 19 frame for Glock. Um, I believe it's a Gen 3. I cannot find anywhere on here um, if it says Gen 3 or Gen 4. Gen 3. Okay, so it doesn't tell me on here, but I'm assuming you probably looked it up. I, I dug a little bit into this one. It does take it a looks, different, different holster too. Yeah, so it does take a different holster because it has Picatinny instead of the universal Glock mount at the front. Um, it, takes, it, it does require a different holster, but I honestly think a P80 holster might work for this so if you know someone who makes a polymer 80 holster this definitely could work um but no this would be good um i'm totally i'm getting one because i'm going to take all my internals out of my 17 um and i'm going to go get a uh, 17 or a 19 slide from brownells and then i will go get a uh, radiant afterburner um barrel. are you going to do the 19 long or are you going to do nope i'm going to do the standard 19 because i want to do the radiant afterburner I'm not sure I know what the afterburner is. Is that a uh, compensator? The afterburner is the barrel and comp from Radiant Weapons. Oh, okay. Now I know what you're talking about. Yes. So I'm going to be demolishing my 17 and going in and pretty much using my Apex trigger and my Glock internals from my 17 and putting it in their 19 frame because I believe they're the same thing. I believe all the internals are the same. Um, and then I will be getting that. And I think that that would be a really dope setup for like a hundred bucks. You could have yourself a Glock 19. Um, not super bad, you know? Uh, okay. So I did find the hyphen chest seal looping back to this. The hyphen uh, vent chest seal twin pack allows user to apply a seal to both entry or exit wound while giving an option to only apply one. So they are, they're two chest seals that are separate. Oh, well, that's weird. So, and they are, they're the vented ones. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm super excited about those because I was, that's what I was after. Um, I wound up, I ordered, when I ordered the other one, I ordered one of the Halo. Halo? Right? Halo, yeah, I ordered a Halo uh, chest seal initially because uh, it showed in stock on there, but it actually was not. Mm. Womp, womp. <laughs> so... <clears throat> But yeah, I, I'm, I can't tell, I honestly can't tell you how excited I am to actually have, like, I feel confident in the medical kit that I have, I think is the best way to put it. Like, I mean, we were, we ran through everything with Sean. Uh, I obviously still probably need to practice and kind of like refresh myself on a few things. Uh, in fact, they sent us that slide. Um, so I'll probably go back and look over that. Um, mm -hmm. But either way, I mean, like, being that most of my shooting is in like backwoods or out in a field. Um, I like the idea of having that equipment on me because it's not like I'm going to have a range officer right there um, or somebody else that may be able to hop to assisting. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things that I think everybody needs is, is medical. Uh, I love medical stuff. I'm not a, I'm not big on teaching medical shit. I mean, as you saw in the class, your brain goes into different, different stages, you know, um, especially when, uh, you know, if you're a first responder on the scene, you're going to forget a whole lot of shit. Um, 
so what I'm going to tell you right now is um, when I got shot at my initial instinct, I almost, I froze. So my first instinct of getting shot at, like I didn't know what to do. And then it took a few seconds, but felt like an eternity for me to, for me to pick up my feet and move. So like, and that was the thing. It was my, my first thing was, I was like, Oh, like I wasn't prepared for it. First of all, I'd let complacency get to me and it should have killed me. And I'm glad that it didn't. Uh, and then when, uh, you know, when my mind hadn't gone there beforehand, my body wasn't able to react. So when I wasn't expecting the threat, the threat hit me, the threat hit me with a great amount of surprise. And I ended up, you know, in a world of hurt, uh, granted, I wasn't seriously hurt or anything like that, but I, I could have been dead, you know, so there's a lot of things that I took away from that experience. And a lot of things that I just don't necessarily want to fall back into now. Um, I definitely am not as complacent. I can't wear both earbuds all the time. Like I just, you know, they're just things that I can't do um, in my job and just things like that. And now it's like being you, you catch yourself slipping into that complacency every once in a while and you need to be able to snap out of that. Can I, um, ask like, what does it sound like, uh, when a round's whirling by you really Can loud, I, really loud, but like, I I've heard, like, what do people normally refer to it as? Sounds like a sounds, it, it, I don't know. Mine hit metal. So I was working on a machine. So it was and, just so fast. You just heard the ding of the metal. And then you were like, oh, okay. well, no, I just, uh, the screen exploded in my face. So I was looking at it. I was oh. looking at like an LCD screen and it literally exploded in my face. I had like pieces of glass, like in my beard and in my face. Like oh, I wasn't like super excited about that. I didn't really notice any of the sound. Um, I will say when people talk about like, oh, you're going to go deaf if you shoot your 10 and a half inch AR in the middle of the night. I remember listening to two forties go off without my ear pro in not even realizing that it hurt at the time, but only later realizing like, Oh, I can't hear shit. Um, like what happened? Like I remember when, um, so in basic training, you have to do a live fire crawl. So you have to crawl under a bed of live fire that's going over your head, probably like five to six feet over your head. And they're shooting at you and it's to simulate you being shot at. And you have to, you have to do a low crawl for like, I think it's like a hundred yards or something like that. Um, but there's these little barriers at Fort Knox where um, they have like C4 that they put in there and they go off. Well, my ear pro had fallen out and I had crawled directly into one of those barriers. Like I hit my, hit my helmet up against it and I went to go turn to the right. And when I went to turn to the right, that, that boom went off. And when that boom went off, it blew out my eardrum. Like I remember rolling on the ground, just, just my eardrum being an in intense pain. I didn't hear any ringing. I didn't hear anything like that. What I, what I did hear was all out of my left side. And then when uh, I got yelled at later because I didn't have my ear pro in, um, but because it had fallen out um, that, you know, that's something that happens quite frequently. So if I were you guys, you know, Yes, hearing is a great thing. Uh, the problem with my hearing now is it's mostly ringing. So if I'm not looking directly at people's mouths, I do not pay attention to them. Um, and that pisses off a lot of people, but <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, it's, but no, like, yes, your hearing is important. But when, when, when your adrenaline goes through the roof, pain takes a backseat. Um, I just like... Yeah, unless it's, unless it's ultra critical, like you've been shot in the heart or the head or something like that pain takes a back seat. Um, 
that's something that's you're not going to feel until well afterwards. I know dudes that went hard charge and, and and were shot in very vital areas and did not know they were shot until someone pointed it out to them. And they're like, oh, fuck, you're bleeding a lot. Like, <laughs> and, you know, that's what happens. Uh, granted, um, if you know you've been shot, yeah, that's you're probably going to figure that out. And I'm not saying that happens all the time. There are some dudes that get shot in pretty vital areas and their adrenaline is pumping through the roof and they still know that they've been hit. So it all just depends. It all depends on your mindset, what's going on, everything like that. So be prepared to do the ex exact worst thing you have to do in any given situation. Put your mind there before your body can go there because if your mind hasn't gone there, your body won't be able to. That is a saying I firmly believe in to this day, knowing all the situations that I've been in, watch my friends get into, all that stuff. I would, I would highly recommend go take a medical class, go figure out what your fight or flight is. If you're somebody who freezes up, don't worry. That's not a bad thing. It's happened to a lot of people I know. Um, so just charge hard, train and do what you need to do. Yeah. I mean, I, I cannot tell you how, how thankful I am for Brownells doing that course. Cause that has been on my list of to do's for a while. Um, I, I tend to, uh, I think it's fair to say I kind of drag ass unless I have a friend or somebody to go with. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so being able to go with you and then the, the squad drills guys uh, and do that in Iowa and, and meet Sean too. Um, it was just a blessing. So uh, huge, huge thank you again to, to Brownells for that. I, that really meant something to me um, to help keep me and my buddies safe while we're out there. Remember they told us we had to stop thanking them. Thank you again, Brownells. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got enough cigars and whiskey and all the other fun stuff out of us. I think we should be good. Yeah. Um, oh, we still need to send some cigars to Kevin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Kevin Dixie, he shot a pistol class. That was honestly a great pistol class. I actually need to get out and do one of his, uh, was it No Other Choice Firearms? Is that what it's called? Yeah. I mean, if you if you come over, over this way, I will. I'll meet you down there. I don't even know where, where are you. Nope, I can't. He's he's down live. in uh well he's down in Georgia. Oh yeah, that's he right holds he was holding courses. He had two that were in North Carolina, but he said that um the the people signing up in North Carolina were not enough. So I think the classes are shifting to South Carolina. What I did note was where he is holding that course in South Carolina is actually right there where Skinny Medic holds his courses so you literally could do skinny medics medical course and you could do kevin's course that's cool well i think we've covered enough on news and rants from me <laughs> so uh we do have an updated review from dick thunder uh willie thunder 26 so he posted a review a while back but just recently on september 22nd he updated his review so uh, he wrote uh, in his previous review, good banter back and forth, uh, like uh, like the talk about different builds and products. I'm a couple of years into the AR platform and the product along with a few other, uh, a few others just extends my knowledge and gives me different uh, build ideas to keep up the good work. Black Rifles Matter. And his update went on, although Mike is MIA, Millar fills the void. Uh, anyone that supports 2A and dedicates time to speak about it is greatly appreciated. I'm a Long Island New Yorker, and boy, it's rough here about certain things I can't own or <laughs> I can just be or I can just be considered a law-abiding criminal. Um, 
I feel your all, pain. I feel your pain. So uh, my co-host lives behind enemy lines. I'm not going to tell you what state, but he lives in one of those communist states. Um, but no, uh, yeah, man, I'm sorry. You can't have all the fun stuff. But to be honest, uh, when I lived in California, I didn't give a shit. Um, <clears throat> but no. So he was talking about, we were talking about that STC frame. Uh, that is honestly a, one of the one of the two things I wanted to kind of highlight um, from that. So getting into the reviews, if there were any more reviews, we would read a few of them, uh, but we don't have any more. So with that being said, the STC 19 frame or the STC 919 um, frame is a Glock 19 frame, but it has all the fun stuff. We did just go over it a little bit ago. As I said, I have a Glock 17 with a, with a Brownell slide, but I'm going to be changing that into a 19 with the Radian um, barrel and comp at some point it'll be after I get my BNT because right now I really want my BNT. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to get my BNT GHM nine, but and go ahead. I was going to say, uh, how are you liking the 48? I love the 48. I'm a little pissed that it's still jamming a lot of jams. The, recently. You're still the, the shield, the shield mags. Yeah. I think I'm going to go back to the 43 X barrel and slide just to see if that will solve mm. the problem. Um, I, but I did polish the, uh, the ramp. Um, and then I went today to go put about 10 or 15 rounds through it. I ran 15 rounds flawlessly, no issue, but it normally runs all my duty ammo, not a problem. So I think I need to take a box of 50 of the, um, of my, my stuff so here's the thing that i've been running into with the 48 i was gonna say extended mag or the non-extended mag because you're running one with an extender and one without yes so my 48 i have two shield arms mags one with the plus five extension and i have one without an extension so it's the 15 round and the 20 round um now i have a i have a glock i'm sorry i have a brownells 48 threaded barrel and a brownells slide um optics cut uh, so my issue being now that I'm running into is the, I don't know if it's the slide or the barrel, but I'm having issues with it feeding uh, properly. Like I'll get like half feeds, like it won't, it won't actually go in It just kind of gets stuck up in the top of the chamber. Like the, like the bullet literally sits at like a 45 degree angle. So that's my issue currently. You literally, you tap the back of the slide, it goes right into battery, no problem. So I don't know if it's a feed lip error. I don't think it is. I polished the feed ramp just to make sure. Go I'd ahead. be curious, um, uh, the tolerance wise, how tight the Brownell slide is compared to the OEM one. And the only reason I bring that up, you know, I've built a fair amount of PADs <laughs> and I'm, I'm running... I own just about every Brownell slide they make, the 34, the 19, the 17, the 26, and the tolerances on those slides are definitely notably tighter than the OEM slide. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm just have... wondering, go ahead. I'm just wondering if there is potentially some break-in going on. But that's the thing. I'm at like 600 rounds of break-in. Nah, yeah, you should be good now. No, yeah, no, I'm not. Like my, my, like up until I got to 600, I'm mm -hmm. still having failures. So, um, and even, even now, like I haven't had any failures with my duty ammo. All my mm -hmm. duty ammo is cycling just fine. So I have, like, I'm not really worried about that. What I am worried about though, is like, I don't want to go to a range. Like my last range session, I think I shot 200 something rounds and mm -hmm. like maybe 50 of them were failures to feed. Oh shit. Yeah. And it was an excessive amount. 
Yeah. Um, and I don't look, and I'm going to, I'm going to go right ahead and say this Brownells does have a lot of good products. I have their 17 slide on my Glock 17. I've never had an issue with this gun. I put a lot of rounds through here. It's not a problem. I've got an RMR sitting on top. It is great. But that 48, I think it's the barrel. I honestly think it's the barrel. I just think that it, it's, a, you, it took a shit. You can have, and like I said, I mean, I, I literally have the majority of their lineup. One I just realized I didn't even list off was I have the 19 long uh, slide. So the mm -hmm. 17 length on the, the 19 frame. Um, but where I was going with that is I actually, at one point I had a Brownell slide and I was running an agency arms barrel and both being match grade, the tolerances were so tight that I stripped the tin off of that agency arms barrel in the first 50 rounds. The tin? Yeah. The gold. Oh, okay. The way you said tin titanium nitride. Yes. It's T I N. Yeah. It's not tin. Well, tin for short, abbreviated. No, no. Yeah. who said who says it? No, because then I think you're actually shooting a barrel <laughs> made out of tin. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, I, uh, I mean that that's like a two hundred and twenty dollar barrel, and I, I tore the the coating right off of it in. It was fifty six rounds, if I remember correct. Hmm. Um, I age, I, I, I reached out to, <laughs> I reached out to um. I reached out to agency. Uh, they wound up replacing it under warranty for me. Um, obviously, they we couldn't really say if it was the slide or not the slide, but they did kind of made a, make a comment that they had seen things like this before, in particular with these slides due to the tolerances. Um, so I wound up, I actually got them to give me a 19 barrel, and I run that on a different gun. Um, and then I wound up getting a blacklist barrel that was the tolerances were a little bit looser. And then they actually have a lifetime warranty on their um, coating. So they'll just recode it. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, you could, you could be running into a tolerance thing where it, it is just the match grade barrel and the match grade slide are that tight that maybe it is just uh, choking it a little bit per se. Yeah. So what I'm, what my game plan is now is I'm going to go back at some point, I'm going to try the next couple hundred rounds again, since I polished the feed lips and really clean the gun. I'm going to try it again to see if there's any issue there. If I get some failures, I'm literally just going to go back to the 43 X slide and barrel, and I'm going to run that. And then if I continue to have the issue, then I think it's the shield arms mags. Um, because that is literally the only other variable there. Um, I've actually even thought about before doing that, just taking both my Glock mags and just running them to see if they get failures to feed with my cheap ammo, because it's only with my cheap 115 grain ammo with the blazer brass with, uh, my seller and billet and my Fiocchi range, both of those run flawlessly. Like I've never had an issue there, but it's just that cheap range ammo that has a problem. Uh, it is brass though. Yeah, it's brass. Okay. Yeah. Cause okay, I know they so do I ran, aluminum ran, and they do the steel too. I ran Monarch steel case. It's lacquered steel case. Zero issues there. I ran two, I ran a hundred rounds of that. Not a problem. Fucking blazer brass <laughs> just wasn't working. So I don't know. I don't know yet. I'm going to, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a box of 50 of my, of my 124 grain SMB. I'm going to take my Fioki again. And then I'm going to take, um, 
some blazer brass. I'm going to go pick up another 50 rounds of the um, other stuff. And I'm going to run all of those and then see what, like, if there's an issue, I'm going to run them through all my magazines. But I haven't had an issue yet with my 124 grain SMB or my Fiocchi. So I have no idea. And that Fiocchi is 115 grain, but it's pretty stout stuff. When you shoot that Fiocchi 115 grain, it's it's not... Uh, there's not a light load like the like the SMB stuff. The SMB stuff is very delicate. So, yeah, I'll be interested to hear um, what you find with that because that is an interesting um, malfunction because you you have changed a fair amount between the slide, the barrel. Yeah, um, no, I mean right out of the box, I literally shot at stock, no issues, and then I went and got the I got the Shield Arms mags, I got the Shield Arm mag with the extension, I got a Brownells slide, a Brownells barrel, and I went and got the 40. Uh, I'm sorry, not the 407, the EPS carry. So all of that is chilling on that gun, and I just have a feeling that it's that's causing the problem. Balling out of control over there too, man. Well, yeah, um, thank you, Brownells, for all the cool stuff you've given me. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, but I. I, I'm I'm interested to see. I almost would run the OEM mag before you try anything else. See what the OEM mag does. That's my game plan next before I go switching out anything to see if that if that's the issue. Yeah. There. Yeah, I would I'd start there. Are you excited about the STC mag though? I mean, I are the STC frame. I want SCT one. Frame? I want one. Yeah, SCT19. I want one. Um, you know me. I might wait until it's green um or maybe i'll buy one i'll paint it yeah there you go maybe um, i'll paint maybe i'll paint it pink for these games yeah there you go you can do games whatever i don't really care i like black like i like i like black it's not a problem um i could, I could go purple these games and i could just show up to the range just falling bro i would do purple i have a purple race holster somewhere oh no i, I, I have a purple sop mod purple sop mod. stock how'd you get that uh it's made by oh shit uh je machine they do uh you know i i like when i got it it actually they own a few companies from what i can tell i think they actually are owned by a plastic manufacturer um i could be wrong but from what i've seen i think they are i have to update everybody by the way when you're done so go ahead uh so either way yeah I, I bought this thing a few years back on uh black friday i think i got it for like under 30 bucks so i was like hell yeah <laughs> under 30 bucks sop mod uh what were you gonna update them on your b5 sop mod yes so i got the b5 sop mod in multicam um so it's directly from b5 and it is the multicam sop mod stock and it is not polymer molded multicam can you guess what it is? I mean, it's coated. I, it's, you know, you know, it's I'm not hydro dipped. It's hydro dipped. It's not even Cerakote. And and I, I was concerned about that when I was looking at them because I don't know. There's something I'm not a huge fan of Cerakote. I, I don't love trust Cerakote. the dur the durability of that. So to have it on the the like on a stock to have it dipped. I don't know. I, I'm it, sure it's not, it's not Cerakote. It's I know hydro it's dipping. hydro dip. Yeah. And how so is that holding up? Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> I can't even put it in my safe without it getting scratched. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I mean. Like, I, I don't know my OCD. I'd be like, uh, 
shit, I'd have the car wax out trying to like polish that thing to prevent that's, it from. <laughs> that's the thing. I don't, I don't care. Like it's going to look, it's going to look like shit. Um, I ordered a uh, stock, a B5 stock and grip from Callahan. So from Ape, Ape Defense, I ordered that. That should be coming in some month um, whenever they decide to push that shit out the door. Um because it takes four to six weeks for apparently their spray guy to make it. And then Did you see their lowers today. No, he posted a lower. I don't know if they're going to sell them. Well, you're going to, you're going to shit a brick. Um, Brownells just got in the um, what's well, on the site, but it's the forward control design sons of Liberty Gunworks lower. What? Oh, yeah. Shit. I'm going there now. It's not, it's not even, it still says out of stock, but it's, it's, it's showing up as it's going, it's coming um but yeah and then uh brownells is also getting the surefire turbo series of lights too so all the turbo series of lights are going to be coming to brownells also but with that being said i hated the fact that the stock i got was hydro dipped so i went over and i talked to eight manufacturing and i bought one of their um their multi-cam ape defense ape defense. Yeah, ape defense stocks uh and grip and I bought that one in multicam. And then I think I'm going to buy the Woodland set if the multicam one holds up better than the stupid hydro dipping. Um, I'm going to buy the multi, I'm going to go buy the Wood M81 Woodland one for my M4. And I'm just going to change out the grip and stock on my M4 because it's 200 bucks for that. And I'd rather just have a better Cerakote one. And then I will contact Brownells about getting a new B5 stock because that shit pisses me off. I'm a simple man. Just send me one of the Brownells ones that they use at the range days that has Brownells engraved on the side. It, it doesn't. It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's spray painted. Oh, really? Yeah. Just go get a freaking thing. It's uh it's like a, it's like an etched thing. Like, uh, yep. and they just spray paint over it. You, you already know what I'm putting on. Now. Yeah. Go get that, man. That's not a problem. Right. Someone has a dog that's a butthead, but other than that, uh, <laughs> we should be good. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, those are the things I want to talk about. Um, I have a BRN 180 upper that I put about 200 rounds through on my first range trip. So if you go check out my YouTube channel in the description below, there will be a review or the first initial impressions, not a review of the BRN 180. Um, you can check that out. I think that that's honestly one of my favorite um, uppers so far. It has a couple of flaws. I'm not necessarily digging how open the trigger area is behind the bolt, um, but I understand it also. Uh, I will say that I think the, the BRN 180 is probably the softest shooting rifle uh, when it comes to just it being so in line with your shoulder. I mean, there is no like recoil that just jumps the gun around. I believe if you put a two chamber break on that guy, I mean, you're, it's literally just going to run uh, and stay in the exact same spot every single time you pull the trigger. So there is zero recoil on that boy whatsoever. Uh, so I did get the 16 inch OD green. Um, at some point I will get the 10 five in OD green if they still make it. Um, but it is out of stock right now. The uh, OD green is really the only reason why we get the, the Brownells BRN 180. I don't like the black BRN 180 um, just because you make it in OD green. So I'm going to buy it in OD green. If they ever stop making the 10 and a half inch in OD green, I'm just not going to buy a 10 and a half inch. That's just going to be how it is. I love you Brownells, but I'm, I'm not going to buy a 10.5 if it's not in OD green. Yeah. You know, politics are pushing everything green. So 
We yeah. either go green or, you know. The green initiative, the green new deal. <laughs> yeah, the green new deal. Everything, Everything in green. green. Everything <laughs> green. <laughs> this is the way. Yeah, I'm so. To, I'm trying to pull up this lower now because you got me, you got me drooling. Yeah, it's on there, man. Just type in something pretty good works. It's just taking forever to load. I, I've, I've clicked uh, on it. It's, it's your internet porn is downloading in the background. You know, it, they, they list it as the um, forward control designs one. Uh-huh. And I am blanking on what the hell the name of the the other one is called, but they the forward control designs one is based off of another Sons of Liberty lower with the integrated trigger guard. Um, I wish it would load faster for me, but the picture kind of looked like it was that. I mean, look, I don't know which one. Yeah, the forward control designs, billet lower. They, has... they list it that way, but the picture to me looks like it's the other one. I'd have to go to the... It has the forward control designs trigger guard, but it's integrated into the lower receiver. Yeah, and then they normally have the uh, the duck on the magwell. Yes, it is on the magwell. Shit, I'm building it. That is happening this year. The or lower receiver is back-ordered. It's $313. Don't tell Adam. I'm have to hold off on the OD Green Geisley. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna have to. It has this, the duck uh, on the side, and it has the loyal nine stripes on the other side. So, yeah, this is uh, this is all me, and it's Ambi. This is this is happening. This is this is happening, folks. This is happening. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I don't know what I'll build it with yet. But that is a. Uh, a plan. That child scared the ever-loving shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, with the Sons of Liberty Gunworks lower, I'm assuming that it's going to get made to the same specs as the Sons of Liberty Gunworks other lowers, like their scalper or all the other stuff. You have a couple scalpers, Millar. Maybe you can talk about that later. I've got a uh, scalper, Soul Snatcher. I've got the Angry Patriot. Uh, I want a Rebellious Stripes. I'd love a Loyal Nine. And I would, I, I'd love to add one of these um, forward control designs to my collection too. They don't need to build all of them. It's just like, I, I just know. think that it is excessively expensive. This one in particular, it is Ambi. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to, I gotta look at it a little closer, but the, the, it is pretty Gucci for the, the trigger guard and all that stuff. I, I don't understand and why they went with doing the rebellious flag on here. I thought they, I thought they did something different for the, um, forward control designs one. Um, and I wish I could remember the name of the other sun's lower um receiver let me look it up integrated trigger guard um, what are you doing what is it i'm trying to figure out what the other one they basically took this other lower and changed the the trigger guard um what is it called it's gonna drive me nuts have you listened to uh and i haven't listened to it in forever the ar-15 podcast the one dude on there had like 70 lowers or something 
when I was listening and he just kept getting more. No, I, I don't listen to him very often. I have, uh, their audio is kind of weird last time I listened to it. So I, I, maybe I need to go back and re-listen to it, but apparently they're like the number three podcast on Firearms Radio Network. Yeah, I, I noticed they were on there. Uh... Yeah, this is going to bug me. I, I need to know the name of this now. You need to know the name? <clears throat> yeah, the other lower. It's it's really bothering What is me. it? Is it a Sons of Liberty Gunworks? So you have the Loyal Nine, the Rebellious Flag. The Rebellious Stripes is the same as a Rebellious Flag? The Rebellious Stripes is the same thing. Yeah, that's the original Sons of Liberty flag yeah. based off yeah. of, yeah. The whatever. And then the Loyal Nine, that was about the nine dudes who ran around and butt-fucked each other in the swamp, right? <laughs> <laughs> um uh, they have a they have a texas one too what the hell was that oh one? yeah that one the texas edition i don't think they still make i don't think they make that one anymore they listed it on brownells they might they might not still make it but i know it is on there um, i don't know i think they made a boatload and they put them up on brownells and i think it took like three weeks for those to sell out they, then, they've been taking a little bit to sell through which is odd because like when they were coming in before it was like bam like 20 within I want to say 24 hours, but it was less than 24 hours. Here it is. Um, they sold out really fast. Um, so I love that the, it shows me the picture on Google, but I can't even you, see this, the name yet. You have the, the, you have like five lowers or something like that, right? Four or five. Uh, of theirs. I, I just have the, the scalper, the soul snatcher, the angry patriot and the angry patriot i bought as a semi-complete so it already had the buffer tube on there and everything else minus a trigger and stock uh it was actually a pretty decent um setup to get started it's got a steak castle nut which i i run the magpole every if you i mean if you know i run paraclips so i run the magpole asap adapters so for me having a staked uh Castle nut isn't much because if you aren't aware, you can't stake the Magpul ASAPs. If you try to stake that, it's going to crack, it's going to break, and then you're going to have to spend another $30 on another one. <laughs> yeah, to be to be 100% honest, I don't like them, and I don't like, uh, I have a Griffin Armament one. Uh, I don't like that one either. Um, they're both very, 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 very difficult to stake, um, and you have to be on it. Uh, if you and, and know what you're doing now granted i have the griffin armament i was able to stake mine very little but i can guarantee you if i stake that one anymore i would definitely crack one um like it is it is very hard hard steel the one thing um i will say i think i i can't remember which one i bought oh the bcm if you have a bcm end plate with the qd socket in it uh, that one is extremely easy to stake. I love that one. And then the stakes aren't insanely hard to remove either. So there are some of them like with the Griffin armament, I don't think I'm ever going to get that stake out of there. Like that, that lower is permanently stuck that way. So send it to your boy. He'll get it. No, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, that lower is called the broadsword. Look up the broadsword. Yeah. I've heard, uh, I've heard of that one. Yeah. So that is basically the, I mean, the, the forward control designs, I think kind of, uh, the broadsword evolved into the forward control designs by them changing the trigger guard. 
Uh, I can't remember if the broadsword, the picture hasn't loaded. I can't remember if it's Ambi or not. But uh, I mean, they're essentially, that's what it is. And they actually have a whole different upper for it and everything. Uh, I thought the, wasn't the broadsword like their flagship one? Not to my knowledge. Um, I mean, it, it's it's definitely, it's a unique, lower setup compared to the rest i would think the flagship one would be their standard um lower with the rebellious stripes but i mean the real popular ones are the soul snatcher and the um the scalper all right guys we had a slight hiccup there i had to take a personal phone call uh and it was kind of an emergency but not an emergency like that so uh but anyway so thank you guys. Uh, but we were talking about the forward control designs lowers. Uh, we were talking about the broadsword, I believe. So that's what we were discussing. Yes. So the broadsword, I saw they made uh, they made a receiver set. Yeah, they made an upper a stripped receiver set for the broadsword. Yeah. To be clear, these are uh, billet. Their other lowers, the soul snatcher, the. Uh, scalper all the other ones that we were referring to are forged uh, yes. so this one is a billet with an integrated trigger guard uh, the broadsword and the forward control designs uh, basically the forward control designs is based off of the broadsword platform the one thing i have not seen okay uh, here's a picture the broadsword is ambi so it literally is the same lower it's just a uh, modification to the trigger guard to mimic is the broadsword ambi uh i'm looking at a picture uh from big text that says broadsword and it shows the side the ejection side with the ambi oh so the broadsword has the rebellious stripes flag on it same as the forward control designs yeah forward control designs they literally just add the the little bird for the duck gang um on the magwell yeah uh there is a great uh, review here on the broadsword um on the sons of liberty site panty droppers i bought this and immediately panties dropped everywhere i went nicest receiver i've ever bought sounds like someone wants sons of liberty gunworks to send them something for free but yeah the sons of liberty gunworks uh lowers apparently they have their strip lowers in stock too Oh, right now? Yeah, on Brownells? The Lone Star. That's what it's called. Yeah, the Lone Star. So the Lone Star, and then they have the Scalper, the Rebellious Stripes, and a Loyal Nine. They have all of those in stock at Brownells right now. Yep. So if you um, want to go get your Sons of Liberty Gunworks lowers, you're more than welcome to go do that. Have you ever seen the... Shit, I think it's called the Dumpster, dumpster Defense one? No. So before they got into this whole series of Sons of Liberty lowers, uh, I guess Mike did a, I'm pretty sure it was called the Dumpster Defense. They're very rare, but it has a guy basically with like, it's engraved with like a guy with a shotgun standing next to a dumpster or something like that. They're supposedly really rare and like collectible. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only seen, not in person, just online, like one or two. Uh, and I, the imagery on it is, it's pretty funny. Like it, it's, it's a good, it's a pretty good lower. <laughs> um, 
so the dumpster defense lower uh i don't know who it's made by but it does have a guy with a baseball bat yeah um and it says it says i doubt it and it says take your swing and then it says fuck you cocksucker is the other one i'm not sure that's the lower it might be that might be the one but i I cannot remember. I don't know. Either. I just typed in dumpster defense and that's what it, it's a sup def dumpster. The, that edition. God, uh, why? I hate superior defense. I absolutely hate that company. I think it's the stupidest company around. Well, uh, dumpster defense on Instagram is dropping a lower. So you might be seeing that he's only doing about 20 of them. Uh, well, I don't care about those it, people. If it's, if it's referencing sup def, um, it potentially might be. Well, no, that's not referencing some de- sub def. Oh, Superior okay. Defense has a dumpster, uh, arid PSD, pre-sample depot. Um, okay, it's, a, so it's called a dumpster bag. What What are you talking about? Just the one. Uh, again, my computer's moving too damn slow. The one I'm looking at actually has. Um, it's not a guy with a baseball bat like this guy. It literally is the imagery of a guy with a shotgun onto his shoulder. Trying to find it, but I've not seen anything. Uh, I looked up dumpster defense lower S O L G W. Yeah. And it, I'm just going to, I mean, they, I, I really love the graphics on their lowers. Um, I think they're funny as hell. Like the the safety selectors and that kind of stuff are pretty funny. Well, have you seen Brownells is also going to carry the quick? The quick? It's the Sons of Liberty Gunworks forward control design safety. It's called the quick. It's a 50 degree safety. Oh, see, I just run 90 degree stuff. So I, I have. Yeah, you also want run mil spec triggers and have stock glocks. So that's a weird thing. You're you're obviously smoking a lot of drugs sir <laughs> <laughs> i just uh i just run what runs yeah you run guns that belong in the 18th century sir with your non-red dot have an ass <laughs> uh i i've been thinking about doing a red dot setup because i'm gonna need Thank one God. For the... join the 21st century i i'm pretty set on buying a g19 an oem g19 gen 5 uh mos there's something about that gun i just it, yeah, i want one um and then i'm gonna slap a rmr on it there you go um, and a surefire x300 turbo um is that does that one do the ir <laughs> no the x300 turbo is the 650 lumen light but it has 60 something thousand candela yeah I'm, i'll probably stick with the ir Done. the whole point the whole point of this oh well brown else has does have an ir flashlight um uh, from surefire coming very soon yeah i'm gonna need it mm-hmm. it's like the x it. the ixc2 or something like that it's the surefire's rechargeable ir handgun light yeah i'm gonna need that you should go dude i'm telling you go check out you're clicking something in the background please stop that um <laughs> uh brown else has the the uh uh, the IR stuff for that. It's very interesting. Like they're they're getting a lot of stuff in. So Brownells is going to have a ton more stuff on the website. 
I try to check their their new stuff and their sales regularly, but I had not seen that forward control designs lower. You got me pretty hyped. I'm pretty stoked about this. That one just, I saw it yesterday and I was like, ooh, I got to have it. But also the MP 2.0 metal is coming in at 849. So that's going to be a good one. But I think we have enough to end the podcast this week. So I am honestly, I'm super excited uh, for a lot of stuff. We have a lot more stuff to talk about next week. Hopefully I'll have a couple of new lowers. I have the Geisley receiver set on order. Um, I don't know when that's going to hit my FFL. And then uh, tomorrow I should at least have, like the bare minimum, have the... Um, the stc sct9 the scct sct9 yeah the sct19 lower come in so i'm gonna do that gonna be interesting yeah and i uh next week i'll be able to i'm I'm going camping this weekend so i can update you on on that and trying to tune in my um sbr as that's been a uh task since i had found that gas leak and I uh, changed out the gas block and the gas tube and fixed it. Now that that gun kicks like a mule, I got so much gas flowing. Uh, it's like uh, coming home from a Mexican restaurant and just. Mm, it's like someone should have listened to me from the beginning. And just let it rip. Uh, but Spring yeah, co so, blue spring and an H2 so, buffer. So I, ha- I have a spring co blue spring. Uh, the only thing that I'm going to say about the buffer itself is. I read running suppressed on an 11.5, you want an H3. Probably, yeah. Yeah, so I... Maybe gonna... even an H4. Well, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna try the H2 this weekend. <laughs> um, and, and then we're going to go from there. But yeah, I, um, this, is, this is probably... I want to say the, the, one of the guns that I've had to spend more time, like fine tuning in, because uh, I, like, I'm in my scalper. I threw that thing together and that thing just rocks. Um, and by that, I mean, it's smooth. That gun is smooth. Um, but yeah, this, is, this one's taken a lot more tweaking to, to dial it in. So uh, update, update you guys on that next week. Um, and besides that, I mean, I don't know. I always got projects going on. I, I really want to get my D ball here, hopefully in the next month and a half, but we'll, we'll jump into that another week. Yep. Well, I don't know how you always end your stuff. Go ahead. Run suppressed. Stay blessed. No, we had a different one. I, I've thought about that one. I'm not sold on it just yet. Why not? because and i gotta i think i wrote i wrote it down i don't have it up here I have it written it's down. run blessed stay suppressed yeah but i don't want to be suppressed i'm trying to live free out here that's what i'm saying run blessed like you can run free and be blessed but you can shoot suppressed run blessed yeah run blessed run, bro- run, <laughs> run blessed best. stay suppressed Run, yeah. See the the wording of it; it just flows. Shoot suppressed. Run going. blessed. Shoot suppressed. Run breast. Run blessed. Black. Run boobs. <laughs> shoot suppressed. <laughs> yeah. Run breast. Shoot suppressed. There you go. Run boobies. <laughs> shoot suppressed. <laughs> Today's. <laughs> anyway, that's all I have. I'm gonna say run blessed. Shoot suppressed. Because I think I think my thing is what's going to get me kicked off of this too. Of everything. <laughs> <laughs>
because apparently if you say him in the face that means that's something bad and apparently that's not good so i don't know youtube obviously didn't like it very much so yeah i don't know they can suck it (laughs) we've been watching a lot of parks and rec lately do you watch that show no, I uh, I don't watch too much TV. I'm either wrenching on guns or hanging out with the family. I know, but I wrench on guns and watch TV at the same time. I literally just put Parks and Rec on my laptop through through Peacock, and I and I just mess with my guns like whenever I want to. I'm I'm stoked with that Mantis thing. I'm yeah, that's you. that's weird. I don't like I don't like Mantis. They're Blackbeard. They're one Black before Beard this X. one. Black the Blackbeard, the one before they had that one, was garbage. I returned it. I mean, I had issues with the one, but the second one rocks. Oh, you got to buy two to get it to work. I went through three Blackbeards before they offered me a full refund, just so you're aware. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like you need the Blackbeard X. Mm, sounds like I'm just going to go shoot actual bullets. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just make sure your walls can handle it. <laughs> Put up steel walls. Steel walls. Steel walls with Roscoe. <laughs> Who didn't like the fact that I was like lefties rule. Because <laughs> I'm left-handed. Not politically left, though. <laughs> Not politically left at all. Don't even quote me on that. <laughs> are you still recording we ended like four minutes ago well, crap i guess we do have to end this anyway good night y'all <laughs>